Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula, CEO of Digital Dawn, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. Here on the Ecom Profit Podcast, I open Pandora's box and share with you and other ecom business owners weekly topics that will help you explode your business online. I outline my tried and true secret sauce, the D2D method, that's guaranteed to bring your business results. As an entrepreneur myself, I try to pull out all the same entrepreneurial passions in others. So get ready to be fired up about your business and let's have a great time. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. Welcome to the Ecom Profit Podcast. I'm your host, Dawn Sinkula. And today we are going to talk about the distribution and supply chain crisis that we in Ecom are facing currently. Now, I, like many of you, anticipated that this was coming. We saw the writing on the wall at the end of 2021, even towards the end of the summer of 2021, that distribution and supply chain was going to become a problem for us in fourth quarter. And of course, that did not disappoint. Many of our e-com clients had challenges with supply chain and are currently continuing to have challenges with supply chain. At the time of this podcast release, we are in the height of supply chain issues with store shelves being empty, mass retailers not being able to get product, labor shortages, all sorts of things that are going to change or potentially impact our ability as e-com business owners to grow and scale, whether we're in brick and mortar whether we're online, whether we're doing some sort of combination of that, this is going to be a challenge for all of us. So today's episode is all about digging into this distribution crisis and how we as e-com business owners can, one, understand and address and really recognize what's going on here so that we can make a plan, get some ideas on different ways to, one, anticipate what's potentially going to be the impact to our business how we might do business a little bit differently so that we can overcome some of these challenges, and then how to be prepared for what could potentially be business stoppage for us as it relates to being able to get product into our businesses. So let's dig into this topic that is really, um, I think, going to be pivotal to so many businesses being able to really continue on and being able to continue to grow as if we all haven't been challenged enough over the last couple of years with this pandemic happening. I think a lot of us thought 2021 was going to be the year where we were really going to see things start to stable off. I think we really thought we were going to see things sort of plateau. And then we had this mass sort of upset in the Facebook, Instagram world where iOS and other privacy changes went into place. And for those of us who were doing really well in the online space, selling through paid media, we saw this sort of like upheaval and and challenge and reporting and all of the different things that happen. 
And, and towards the end of the year, really started to see not only that become a challenge, but also see that distribution and supply chain becoming a challenge as well. So it's kind of like this one-two punch for a lot of business owners where, you know, they don't have resources or support people like an agency or other marketing experts to help them. They don't have great supply chain or other manufacturing resources. And you're kind of left to think, well, why in the heck am I even doing this thing? If I can't even make sales online and be profitable, if I can't even get my product, you know, what is a, a what is a small business owner to do? Well, let's dig into this because uh, I think that there are so many challenges, like I said, that we're going to be facing over this next year in, in 2022, um, that we as business owners really have to get clear on what's happening and how we're going to adapt and adjust. Again, it's all about pivoting, right? And all about understanding how you have to pivot your business in order for it to continue to be successful. Because sometimes things like supply chain and distribution and fulfillment are a bit out of your control. You don't have control whether or not it sits at the port for weeks on end because there's a labor shortage. You don't have control how long it takes to get from point A to point B. You know, you're kind of at the mercy of some other, you know, entities and people. So most of you, so so let's just back up here a little bit and get a, a state of the state because many of you know that I worked for a major retailer for many years. And I personally have been in those big box retailers over the last several weeks. And I have never seen anything like this before. I worked for some of the largest volume stores in the country. And this is insane what you're seeing on store shelves. And there's been tons of articles out there. There's been tons of news stories you're seeing on social media, you're seeing in the news, you know, pictures of empty shelves like never before. You're seeing there being a shortage of particular products again. And this isn't necessarily due to COVID as in like, oh my gosh, we need more toilet paper kind of thing. There is a massive supply chain issue. And these large retailers have the resources available. So they have things that can help fix them. They have more resources. They have more options. They hopefully have more people and, and more ability to get their shelves stocked faster. But as a small e-com business, how are you to keep up? How are you to survive if some of those big box retailers can't even keep their shelves filled? It's it's challenging. I'm going to give you an example right now of, of a real life example of one of the clients that we're working with. And, and this is where we are right now today in e-com. So many business owners are, are right in this space where you know, they've had a successful fourth quarter. They have finally kind of cracked the code on the Facebook ads, or they're starting to see good results. And with our clients, not to toot our own horns, but we are actually seeing great results with Facebook ads again and Instagram ads again. And yes, it's much harder to measure and, and things are not as clear as they used to be. But there is definitely a shift now that's starting to happen where we're starting to see, you know, media get on the other side of some of the iOS challenges that happened towards the, you know, first part of 2021. So in this particular example, I've got a current agency client 
where we're starting to get results for them, a return on their ad spend that they haven't seen in years. So we're starting to see results that, you know, haven't happened for, for years again. And it's exciting and it's great and it's awesome. And I'm so like pumped about it. Right. And the fact that like, oh my gosh, okay, maybe we are over the crisis of the iOS things here, here we start to go again. We're starting to see really good results and adjust but what's happening, and this is not just this one client, I'm, I'm giving you a specific example of a client, but we're seeing it across multiple different you know, clients, we're starting to see it across e-com in general, is that they're getting good return on their ad spend. So they're putting money in, getting a better result out, but they're unable to scale, not because they don't have the cash flow and not because they don't have the ability to put the money into the media platform, but because they are unable to get product to their customer because of these supply chain and distribution issues. Now, what a terrible place to be in. And this is maybe sounds like a, a bit of a Debbie Downer sort of podcast, but what a terrible place to be in. After all of this time, the last couple of years, e-com business owners, brick and mortar business owners, we've all had to pivot so much, right? We've had to change. We've had to either get online when we were in a brick and mortar business, or we've had to figure out how to sell retail versus wholesale, or we've had to learn how to adjust to the iOS privacy changes, or we've all, and now here we are again in the situation where we have to pivot because we have a supply chain issue, or we have the ability, we don't have the ability to get our products to us in a just-in-time sort of, uh, you know, distribution distribution or supply chain sort of situation. What a conundrum e-commerce businesses are in. We're finally getting amazing results or starting to see results improve through paid media again, or most of us, a lot of us are starting to see that happen again, but then not to be able to take advantage of that or not to be able to move forward because of supply chain. So like, what's a business owner to do in this situation? I, I feel like this is like one of those moments where people are going to go, forget it. Why am I even doing this thing? If I can't make good money selling through paid media, then why even bother if I can't do it? Well, I'm here to tell you, like, don't panic. Don't give up. We've got to be creative. We are strappy entrepreneurs, right? Like entrepreneurs are some of the most creative, easily easily have the ability to pivot people in the entire world. And I think that's what sets us apart. And I think that what that's what makes us unique. So let's think about how to have a backup plan or how we might need to think about, you know, supply chain and distribution a little bit differently. I have always been you know, a, a big fan of making sure that you as a business owner have a backup plan. I've talked about it before on other podcasts. If you've been in any part of any of my trainings, you've heard me say you've always got to have a plan B, right? Now, not just supply chain, meaning getting a product from point A to point B is a problem. There's also, as you know, a huge labor shortage right now that's also contributing to not just the lack of supplies, but actually causing backup and congestion at the ports. And this list goes on and on and on of all of these different things that are happening and challenging. So when I worked for this major retailer, we were always working towards just-in-time 
manufacturing, which kept things to like a bare minimum, right? Reduced costs, reduced space, reduced, you know, uh, labor, reduced all of that kind of stuff. So, you know, like this just in time sort of mentality always is sort of the big box retailers like frame of mind where you, you bring the product in just in the time that you need it and then you push it out. And a lot of small businesses, e-com businesses do that as well. If you have current inventory, you don't want to have too much on hand. You want to have just enough to, you know, be able to fulfill or you want to have just enough time retail um, inventory. Right. But that isn't something that's able that we're able to do at this point. And so just saying like, oh, well, let's just have a plan or let's just, you know, have enough inventory to cover. It, it doesn't work that way anymore. That is not it, it just in time sort of inventory isn't something that is working because it's not coming just in time. It's taking weeks and weeks to get products from points uh, ports and different places, even across the United States, it's taking weeks to get and months in some cases to get things from China, even moving things from, you know, the United States across the border to Canada or even to Mexico, it's taking a long time. And, you know, that's that just in time sort of mentality is not really an option as much as it used to be, particularly in my opinion, for small businesses. So, my recommendation for how do you get over this? So great, Don, you've painted this picture for us of all of the terrible things that are happening with distribution. So what is a business owner to do? Because just in time inventory, although really the way that it should be, isn't something that can happen at this point. So you have to figure out something else to do. So my my commentary and, and my thoughts on this are about how you can find local distributors or how you can think about going for a, a different distributor or manufacturer that is closer to you in proximity that isn't maybe coming from China. So this original example that I gave you of this person, uh, this company that's getting great results in paid media, not being able to get their product in time, it's taking them on average at this point about four months to get product from China. And then when it's coming, from China. It's sitting on a port somewhere because there's a labor shortage. It's not being able to get from point A to point B after it's on the port, getting into a truck, getting into a train, you know, onto a train, being sent to where it needs to be. And it's taking months at a time. So our recommendation to this client was, is there a way for you to find another manufacturer that doesn't come from overseas or doesn't come from so far away? And is that something that you can start looking at as a backup or at least as an alternative when you're trying to do some just-in-time sort of, you know, distribution or you're trying to keep your inventory, um, you know, flowing at a point where, you know, you don't want to have, you know, cases and cases and cases of product in your warehouse. But at the same time, you know, you want to have enough that you can scale your ads and that you want to be able to do the things that you need to do. So our recommendation and my recommendation is to find manufacturers that are closest to you and if that's possible. So for some people, they're reliant on overseas um, for their suppliers. And, you know, again, this is recent topic of discussion rather than, you know, having this become a political debate. It's really about, you know, are there suppliers in the United States, although more expensive, 
could potentially fulfill your need as a supplier and get it to you faster or just in time easier than waiting for something cheaper that's going to take four or five months so that you can't even scale your business because you're waiting for so long. So there's a fine mix or a balance between, okay, I may end up paying more for product that is coming from a different manufacturer closer to me or coming from a country that's closer to me. But the alternative is I don't have product at all, or I have to wait for product for so long that I'm losing out on the opportunity to scale my business when I'm seeing good results because that inventory or possible lack of inventory just is not there. And so, you know, are there are there manufacturers in the United States? Are there manufacturers in Mexico? Are there manufacturers closer to you that can provide you with the highest quality product for the lowest price. And a lot of times people haven't even, e-com business owners haven't even looked at other distributors or other manufacturers of their product. So when we're in situations like this where we're we're stuck, right? We're kind of in this sort of, well, what do we do? We're kind of at the mercy of our you know, manufacturers overseas. When things happen where it's taking months, we don't have a backup plan. So I always recommend to my clients that you should be looking for other suppliers or other distributors of your product, even though it may not be the best pricing, that you've got an alternative so that when or if situations like this actually do happen, you could go to them in a faster situation. And again, I'm not trying to like create a debate on whether or not we should be, you know, outsourcing to overseas or whether we should be going to China or Mexico. This is, this is, that's not the conversation here. What I'm saying is that as a small business, you have to have a backup plan to the backup plan. And if COVID has taught us nothing, it is that we need to be able to pivot. We need to be able to have alternative options and that we need to be nimble and having other suppliers and other manufacturers that we can go to in times of real challenge or in times where, man, you are on a growth path in this particular situation with this client. We're on a growth path. We need to scale. We're able to get them great return on their investment. Having an alternative manufacturer to be able to get that just in, just in time supplied or to be able to have enough supply that we can blow it out is important. And so that's really what this needs to be focused on or what I'm really challenging with is that we are in a situation where distribution and supply chain is at an all-time challenge. You're seeing it, you, you're witnessing it from big box retailers. You as an e-com business owner are experiencing it. I know many, many businesses that are that are challenged, whether it's for a specific type of product, it's a supply chain, it's getting a unique, you know, element of their product, all sorts of things. I think having that backup manufacturer ready and in place, knowing that it's still going to be more expensive or knowing that it could potentially, I guess, be more expensive because it's not coming from overseas, is that better than not having any product at all and not being able to scale. In my opinion, it is. Particularly if it's a short term, which I would hope that this is not going to be something that we're going to be talking about into 2023. But again, I don't know that any of us would have thought that we would be continuing to talk about COVID into 2022. 
but here we are, right? And so being able to find other resources and to have other distributors is critical. And it's critical to do it before you get into a situation where you are like this client of ours, where we can't scale their business because they can't get inventory. Do that now. Also, is there a way that you can transition to renewable resources or different raw materials or find local suppliers that are interested in getting into this particular niche? Can you do different things? Can you handcraft things differently? Can you just change for the interim as we move through this supply chain issue? Because I have to believe that we are going to need to see massive differences and massive changes in the supply chain happening from big box retailers all the way down, or else we're not going to be able to sustain this level of uh, inventory. I mean, I was in stores this weekend and shelves were empty, like I said. And, you know, you can read all the articles about what was done how much we spent this holiday season alone. I think I saw an Adobe blog that said something like consumers spent a record $204 billion online in the United States just this holiday season. Now that is insanity, right? So there's going to have to be some kind of change in supply and, and distribution because there is a demand for online, there is a demand for the spend and there is going to have to be a, a different sort of, um, mechanism that we're using to be able to get that. Now, you know, the demand for online shopping really wasn't deterred by the supply chain challenges and, and retailers, you know, obviously had congestion with ports and all these different things that we're talking about. But we're starting to see that now play out. Everybody spent and everybody purchased their, their things. And now it's really, really struggling to get stuff back into the shelves. And so as a small business owner, looking for alternative manufacturers, distributors, all those types of things. I think it's really important. So many of you I know are in situations where maybe looking for manufacturers doesn't seem like the biggest problem because you're not having those issues. Well, that is the time to do it is when you are not having the issue versus when you are in a situation where you want to try to grow and scale and you're not able to do it because you don't have the product. Yes, there will be a cost. Yes, there will be an expense. Yes, there will be more challenges. But again, is that worth it to have these alternatives and to have these other options versus not being able to sell anything and not being able to grow and scale? At some point, you're going to find yourself in a distribution supply chain issue. It, it's just kind of inevitable at this point, whether it's finding the small cases that you're putting your handmade soaps or lip balms in, or whether you're struggling to find fabric or the raw material that you use for your dietary supplement isn't, um, you know, able to get here. It, it, it's happening all over the e-com space right now. And so I really encourage you as a business owner to think about what those options are, be prepared, be proactive and get yourself a situation. It's not just you. You're not alone. So many people are going through this. And obviously, as I stated, so are so many of the big box retailers. I do have to think that this will come to an end. And I think towards the middle of 
the summer, early spring, summer of 2022, we will start to see improvements in supply chain. We will start to see improvements in the ports and, and other things, because I just don't think we can keep up with this at, at this point. What it, What is the alternative, right? That we just don't have things to sell. Um, I, I'm not sure that that's the way that this is going to work. So for those of you who are feeling the pinch, those of you who are starting to recognize that you're in a bit of a trouble with your supply chain, get ahead of this, get ahead of it as much as you can try to be creative, reach out to other, you know, groups. There's people that are, um, you know, looking for new manufacturers, there's groups online, there's LinkedIn, there's, you know, all sorts of places that you can go. There's trade groups, there's online trade groups, there's different places, different manufacturers, all sorts of different, you know, alternatives that as a business owner, you you can be investigating and getting set up now before you are in a situation where you cannot scale because you do not have product. I wish you guys all the best of luck. This is one that we will continue to have conversations about because at this point, and again, time of release of this could be a little bit different. We could be seeing it even worse, or we could start to see the trend improve, which I'm hoping is the case. Um, but this is going to be a topic that we are going to continue to talk about. And again, something that we shouldn't just be talking about during pandemic time. This is something that as an e-com business owner, you should be thinking about well before you're in this situation, but there's no time like the present. And so I encourage you, I really, really encourage you to get ahead of this, try to do what you can, network with other people, get into groups, find you know other manufacturers, ask questions, really do your homework and see if there are alternatives to getting your product from someplace else so that you're not in this situation. Good luck to all of you guys out there. Boy, is it ever never been harder to be an e-com business owner at this particular time. I am a, a passionate believer that we are the strappiest people out there and that we will make it through anything. Um, but I do want to wish all of you good luck. If you have any comments or questions, I encourage you to reach out to us directly. You can reach us at digital.agency.com. You can join my Facebook group. Um, definitely make sure that you're sharing with us any tips or tricks of things that you're doing that are working really well. And until next time, good luck, e-com business owners. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like what you've heard, I'd be so grateful if you'd leave a review. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss an episode. If you'd like to see if you're a good fit to work with the Digital Dawn team, head over to digitaldawnagency.com forward slash contact and let's book a call. Thanks so much again and until next time.